hopefully right now I'm talking and I see it monitoring. So that's always a good sign there. I like the way it looks. Cut all uh, this. I'm going to declare that we're ready now. Hey, do you guys st- remember how I uh, would go sit outside because it was easier? I needed to go out there to find a place to clamp my mic onto. Well, it's really hot outside now. And I realized that the thing I've been clamping my mic to all this time, it, it, I pick it up and move it. It was never outside until I moved it out there to do the show. So I just moved it in here. That's how smart I am, guys. That's that's what you're working with on this show. So I just like to apologize once again to everybody for just for me. Sorry about me. It, it is hot, but it's it's not like so hot that if you turn a fan on outside, it's unbearable. Like with the fan, a fan. You don't need a fan. The wind's blowing like 25 miles per hour every yeah, two I've, seconds. I've got a covered patio against the house. Well, see, so I, don't get... I went out in the yard and I did some yard work. Got hot and sweaty. Came in, took a shower, so I'm just emanating body heat and humidity. So I didn't want to go sit out there and immediately turn my shower humidity back into sweat. So I really didn't even have the option of going out there. Are you still complaining about the wind? By the way, no, I was just mentioning yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, but you did it. You with don't a... need a fan. There's this annoying wind. Oh, see, you called it annoying. I can't believe you. I can't. Dude, in a month, you're going to be begging for that breeze. In a you... month, the year is going to be halfway over, and we're going to be talking about Christmas. Okay? So don't be telling me about in a month. I already know it's going to be miserable a month from now. We're going to be like five years older a month from now. Okay? What a doubt. In the meantime, are. it'd be nice if the wind would let up for a day or Thank two. Thank you. No. Thank you, Rylan. You already if day. we wanted to if we wanted to be like, hey, did you know that people in Africa don't eat food? Could you, like I'm still tired. Just because you're tired doesn't mean that I'm not tired. You don't have to you know it's you're gonna be begging for a breeze when you're dying. No, I love the wind. The wind can stay forever as far as I'm concerned. It's just a little annoying, especially if you were hoping to have a nice little podcast recording on your patio. Man, that wind, man. So, dude, can somebody turn the wind down, bro? I mean, it only sustains life, Brad. If there was no wind, we would have no life. Do you understand? No cross pollination. It no sounds like bees. the bees. Yeah, it's all about everything's about the bees. <laughs> Hey, speaking of is full of ladies scolding non-existent people for killing bees. Yeah. Like who's out here just killing bees? Me. I killed a bee. A bee. Okay. Look, if you kill a bee, but I'm saying like nobody's like genociding bees, but there's there's a group of there's a group of 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 middle aged women on the internet that have appointed Uh-oh. themselves. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying why it. Does, I'm saying why it. does he make himself the enemy of middle aged women? I'm saying it. We're three minutes in, and you're trying to get us canceled by people they who just want to save themselves. the world. They've appointed themselves sh- as as the warriors against non-existent bee genociders. I would just like to Who's say killing that I, bees? I support all women. Listen, those of you, I mean, you. Know I was in a I was in a pool are. the other day, and if you see a a bee fly into a pool, and you think, oh, he just flew into water, he's probably dead. You can scoop him out. I'm Not here true. to I'm here to advise <laughs> against that. 
because he flew into the water. I gave it a good five count, thinking that's all she wrote, and picked him up to throw him out. And he kamikazed my palm. Well, I've learned, thanks to this special interest group on the internet, I've learned that they uphold all life on Earth so they can handle a little bit of water. I thought it, it like out. maybe the chlorine or something would get in their little bee body and mm, that's be true. Like, I'm not gonna make it. Uh, GMOs, way, Brad. <laughs> only only female bees sting. So I mean, if you oh. use the the right terminology, that'd be great. sorry. My my apologies to the princesses and queen bees that I that's a uh, offended. Um, there, but I've, I don't know if you guys can see it. I got a nice little, you see that little mark there? That little spot? That's a little, little bee sting injury. He's probably and- panicked, dude. She was, she was like, this is the, the, her entire bee life flashed before her eyes. Every Do you flower. think she was like there on vacation too? Just yeah. trying to get a dip? Absolutely. Trying to grab a quick dip. And then all of a sudden this giant, giant vacation palm flops in there. And she said, it's over. She's like, it's over. I'm going to go ahead and end it all. I haven't been stung by a bee since like the 90s. You realize what kind of bee string, bee sting less streak I was on? You got too cocky, dude. You tried to flop the bee. There's no need to do that. You didn't imagine, but you got cocky. Most people are on a pretty long bee stingless streak. People you see aren't just how many, out here getting stung by bees all the time. You see how many flowers are in my backyard, though. I got a lot of bees in my backyard, and I'm just walking through them things, and never, never an issue. You know what my bee sting streak is? Forty-one years and five months or so. I've never. I've been only been stung bee. once, and it was on Thanksgiving a few years ago. Like Brad, I got cocky. A bee landed somewhere. I was getting some food ready or something, and I thought I could just grab the bee. I was going to just kind of grab it from the back, like by the wings, and just kind of fling it away. And when I grabbed it, it did a little triple lundy and curled back, curled its butt back <laughs> up onto my thumb and uh, stung me in the thumb. Yeah. Triple lundy. <laughs> Ryan just said Ryland Ryland just said Ryland just said the bee threw it back on him. It did. <laughs> he backed that ass up and stung me in the thumb on Thanksgiving. Bees, as far as I can remember, down. that's the only time. I might it might have happened before and I just, you know, don't remember, but I can't claim Jason's streak. So, on that Fuck note, hit bees. the intro, Brad. Human dance. 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 I want every intro today. Human dance. Every single one. Human dance. It's been way too long. Human dance. Human human dance. We gotta have Cortland on next week. Human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Human human dance. Get up off your ass. Human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Get up off your ass. Oh your mom. Oh your mom. Oh your mom. for the Human Dads Podcast. I'm happy to be back in Texas, guys. I missed you. 
We're glad to have you, man. I'm I'm here drinking a Shiner Bach. You've been Bach guy all of a sudden. I really have. Yeah. But Shiner uh, Bach and having some some barbecue sauce from oh, what's that place? That Austin place? Sugar? Oh, what? The, what? The, Franklin's? Yeah. No, no, no. The guy that does the barbecue. Sweet Baby Ray's. Is that the one? I don't know what you're talking about. I think Sweet Baby Ray's is Kansas City or something. No, no, shit. the Austin, the Austin place, the big famous Austin place. The Franklin's. Barbecue. No, no, no. The, the the one that's been there forever. Salt Lick. No, Salt God Lick. Damn it. God damn it, you what? two. No, you're the one providing no information. I the big Austin I, I place. Oh, that like narrows 50, it down. There are fifty PF Changs. Fifty people listening right now. McDonald's. Pat Greens. Who are like uh, they're saying it out loud? They're like, "What are you even like? Give us more information." Is it a barbecue place? It's, it's a restaurant that put out. It's a guy who was a he had a barbecue joint. Yes, God, thank you. Is he in Austin? Mm-hmm. It's more of a live venue with you know the restaurant is kind of an afterthought, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, they have Stubbs Barbecue. It says, "Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a cook on it." Yeah, barbecue sauce in the grocery store. I've had it. He's got like six or seven different mm-hmm. variants. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I did not drink any barbecue sauce. Just drinking a little don't, Shiner Bock. Don't say drink barbecue sauce. So you, would you? So <laughs> what a weird way to put it. <laughs> rousing. I drink some barbecue sauce with my brisket this evening. No, I didn't have any barbecue. I had a little smoked salmon on some jasmine rice with some hoisin and some Boy. sriracha. That's a post-vacation dinner right there, trying to get back on track. No, I. you know what? I actually ate pretty good on vacation in terms of, like, uh, healthy. Did you? Yeah, I mean, I had a little bit of sugar at night, but for the most part, I picked the fish a lot and uh, didn't go too crazy. Good. Good for you. Where'd you go? Went to a bunch of places, Jace. You mean vacation, or where did yeah, I where eat? Was, where was your vacation? vacation you know damn well where my vacation was he can finally talk about it because you know in previous episodes he can't whisper yeah i could yeah that's a good point i wasn't really able to talk about it we uh a week ago sunday yesterday we woke the kids up uh a week ago eight days ago i should say we woke the kids up and i should have sent you the guys the damn video yeah, I've been waiting for this. I thought you'd post it to uh, the social media. You know, it's sometimes it doesn't make for the Kodak moment that you're you're really no hoping way. for. So, no way. Yeah, go With figure. kids? Yeah. I don't believe it, man. My kids are perfect all the time, dude. I don't know what you're doing wrong. So we woke them up. Mom, Molly had done great to, to uh, get some sort of like present to be like, you're you know mickey ears or something and yeah. the other one got a shirt i don't i don't particularly remember that part but we got them up you, you get the lighting all right you set the studio and you've got them walking in with the entrance you got them perfectly framed and framed and you ask them hey guys uh uh we got a surprise for you you want to open up the bags there and they open up the bags and you say we're going to disney world and the Sweet eight-year-old angel is like, oh my God, we're going to Disney World. That's amazing. When? In like an hour, we're getting on a plane and we're going to Disney World. Oh my God, I can't believe it. The five-year-old. <laughs> He's been asking me to go golfing 
(laughs) (laughs) The past few weekends. And to get him off of my case, I just told him, fine, we'll go golfing tomorrow. Oh, what have you done? So we surprise him with Disney World. He's excited. <laughs> and it takes about 30 seconds for him to set in, set, for, it, for it to set in that I'm going to be getting on a plane. I'm going to be going to Disney World. Let me start to get shake voice and ask dad, does this mean I'm not going to get the golf? <laughs> Do they have golf at Disneyland? That's on you, dude. That is 100% on you. My guy, 90 seconds after hearing he's going to Disney World, has tears in his eyes that he is not going to get to go to the driving range. (laughs) So great. Who knew when you made a specific time frame... I had just been putting it off and putting it off, and I couldn't just tell him that, hey, bro, we got plans... Because it was supposed to be a surprise. So I just said, yeah, we'll go this weekend. We'll go tomorrow, whatever. And uh, he really took it to heart. But, you know, like they are, five-year-olds are resilient. And by the time we rolled up into the resort and saw zebras out our hotel window, it uh, the golf was was forgotten. But, yeah, we, we surprised the kids. We went to Walt Disney World. Stayed at the Animal Kingdom in a a lovely trip and reservation put together by, what's the name of the company, Jason? Crescent Lake. Yeah, that's right. Crescent Lake Club. That's right. Through the through the Southward family's uh, side hustle, they they uh, they helped us put this trip together. Molly started planning it like six months ago, back in October, and. Uh, been in communication with them trying to put everything together and it turned out to be one for just the place that we stayed you're basically staying in the middle of a zoo we stayed at the animal kingdom kadani village and all of these little hotels it's like a resort but these little hotels surround this enclosure and in this enclosure which looks like what a safari, Jason? Is yeah. that a good way to put it? Yeah, or like, like a like an animal reserve. Sure. Right. It's massive. It's you. You can't even see the end of it to where the animals actually go to the rest of the reserve. But had zebras, giraffes, uh, African bulls that I think are called ankoli, ankle. I don't remember ostrich different kinds of antelopes, wildebeest, multiple different birds, turtles. Can you when you publish the podcast, can you title this uh this segment Brad reads off a list of animals? <laughs> oh copy. He went to Disney World with his family for a week, and the first thing he says is 90 seconds of let me list Wikipedia animals page. I, I can't stress to you, though. Just say so there like, were exotic animals. There was lots of exotic animals. But you're missing the point, though, because it kicks the trip up another notch yeah. when you're just waking up in the morning to see who's outside your window. The, the zebras logic, and stuff. Say zebras the, and stuff. People will understand. <laughs> Nobody knows what a okapi looks like. They all look like some form one of, of my an favorite animal animals. Deer. Easily one of, top five. Top five. Just, one of my favorite. They're all just animals. like yeah. deer. They're all just no, some the kind of deer. Looks like the mixture of like a zebra and a horse and a giraffe. 
It's got a weird face, kind of a yeah. weird. People thought it literally with it within the last hundred years. This is like the first time the whole world has seen what a no copy is. People used to think it was a made up animal that people were in the deserts crazy and that they didn't actually see these animals. Um, Brett, there are so many ways that I want to take that. I have so many. I think. I mean, this could easily be a multiple podcast. We don't have to talk all, about all of it at one time. Uh, yeah, I, Ryland's already tired. We're we're fifteen <laughs> minutes in. He doesn't want to hear about it anymore. I, I, I know. I I'm have, interested in. I'm interested in the Disney World experience. I just don't need I, I, a whole I, zoo roster rundown. A fifty-three man zoo roster. <laughs> I want to hear about the travel. I want to hear about the travel park because like, that's important. I obviously want to hear about the Disney experience. What? Because you went in. You've never done this. You've never yeah, had. Yeah, we this need to follow up, before. don't we, Jay? Yeah. We've never been to Dis. I've never personally been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland three times. Not okay. the same animal. But you were you were very you were hesitant to say the least. You were worried. So let's talk about why I was worried. Okay. One, I don't like planes. I'm ready for planes to be. Yeah. I've, I've, I've talked about it. I'm not here to apologize to planes. I I don't feel as though I had such a a wonderful trip. I do feel though that in terms of travel, we got pretty fortunate in hearing everybody's stories. Uh, we got there Sunday afternoon, like three thirty. My brother-in-law was at Disney World the week before, and they were leaving Sunday afternoon, and were supposed to depart at like two. At 3.30, we saw him in the airport to say hello real quick. Oh, no. Okay? He lives uh, outside of uh, uh, Oklahoma City. And there they got on a plane and were asked to deboard because the plane no. wasn't functioning. And did not get home till the next morning at like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's and a stayed, stayed in the airport with a 2-year-old and a or a three-year-old and a seven, two-year-old and a seven-year-old for, what is that, like 10 hours? Do you know how just bad your back would there. hurt just trying to, like, relax for that long in an airport? It, it's the uh, nightmare for me. Oh, yeah. Same. Same. Horrible. So we obviously avoided anything like that. As I said at the end of the, I guess, I, was it the last episode, we upgraded ourselves into first class we never do this so we splurge a little bit and it was a nice experience got to hang out with Emmett smith on the way back so that oh god listen to him <laughs> you know what's funny i've also seen Emmett smith on a plane have you i was telling molly i don't fly often but i feel like the last three times i've flown i came home with Emmett smith i came home with darren woodson and i came home with demarcus Ware. <laughs> did you talk to Emmett? Emmett? i did not he, he was sweat. actually he was actually sitting behind Molly, and Molly came over to my chair uh, across the aisle and was like, hey, don't make a scene or anything, but is that Emmett Smith sitting behind me? And I just looked over there. We made eye contact, and I you know, did the man nod, and I was like, yeah, that's him. And that was about the extent of the interaction, but yeah, it was it was definitely him. So Who's the most famous person you've ever seen on a plane, Jason? Uh, I was on a plane with Dion. Been on a plane with Emmett. Um, I think Dion's probably more famous. I think so too. I think probably yeah. Dion is my top, top, top. I mean, it's one. not like a landslide, but I'd say he. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. Mine are uh, not as good. Aerosmith? <laughs> no. <laughs> but take it, take it about 11 rungs down from there. Ted Cruz. It was, <laughs> no, I haven't been to Cancun in almost 20 years. Steve uh, Bouchel. When, when we were getting ready to fly out for our honeymoon flight to New York, early, early morning flight, they're sitting in first class, super uh, hat down, big sunglasses up like she was a, you know, worldwide phenomenon when in fact, in my opinion, she's, you know, not was um, middle of the road R&B act Ashanti. Oh, oh. Okay. I don't know. You yeah. might you might beat both of us. Yeah. No, I don't think so. At Come one on. point compared in time. To, compared to Dion? No. At one point in time. I'm just saying at, no at one time. point in time. At no time. No. At uh, one point in time, she <laughs> was she was up there. But after Ashanti, it's a big drop off because the next most well known person I've ever encountered on a plane is Ron Kirk. So that's it. <laughs> it's a pretty underwhelming hmm. list. I, I was not on a plane with either of these people, but they were in airport situations. Um Ken, uh, oh, what's his last name? The guy from Master and the Hangover. Jong. Ken, oh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Yeah, I sat in, in a in a lounge with Ken Jong once, and then in LAX, I saw Mandy Patinkin. Um, do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. Always forget. Amazing. As soon as I see him. Oh, uh, uh, the Claire Prince Danes. No. Yeah, also Claire Danes. Yeah, Homeland. Homeland. Thank you. Yes. I, I almost never talk to celebrities. I feel very weird about great it. Great follow on TikTok. Great follow on TikTok. Great fo- very wholesome. Yeah. Um, great follow on TikTok. I don't talk to celebrities. I don't bother people. I would never go up to someone. I just don't do it. It's not my thing. I don't, I'm not mad at people that do it. I just don't do it. I did walk right by Mandy and said, Hey, Mandy, I'm a huge fan. Love your work. And he's like, great oh, beard. Thank you. Amazing. I did see I did see Steve Nash at the Austin airport back before anybody really knew who Steve Nash was. It was right That's after great. the Mavs made it back to the playoffs. Hell yeah. Um so I said I said what's up to him from like across the little walking area there, but nobody but me knew it was him. But that's it that I can remember. So we had great travel. <laughs> they wouldn't serve me Sunday morning because of what? Jesus. Did you get the, yeah. the nuts, the warm nuts though? No, they the first thing out of the first flight out Sunday morning, you they're nice to you and they give you some water and everything, but there wasn't no hot towel, no nuts. That's crazy. You couldn't couldn't get a beer because it's Jesus's time. Wait a minute, you're telling me blue laws are in effect in the air? I, I mean, I don't drink on I, planes because I just don't understand the point. But now I want take, to on a Sunday just take morning. Take the edge off, off a little bit. Yeah. Why can't they? I she, he said it's Sunday morning before whatever I, ten maybe it's I, because they're jumping off from Texas. I again I didn't I'm not gonna sit there and shake the tree too much. I just was like okay. Well no I wouldn't I wouldn't ask a flight attendant. I feel like that they would not be too thrilled if you started so digging I, I, in on that. It, it was nice and cordial. We got there quicker than they said. It was great. Uh, or uh yeah I'd say. Like forty percent of first class was okay. Um, a lot of olds. Yeah, a lot of olds. Um, a lot, a lot of cloth masks that the CDC says doesn't work. Uh oh. No, I was wearing the Korean. Well, KF94. I'm, I'm sure you were on it. I'm just going off what I see in the world. I see a lot of people covering their chin with a piece of cloth. <laughs> covering their chin. Um, I mean, the chin so, is the most vulnerable area of the respiratory system, apparently, based on what I see out in the out in the wild. Uh, 
that was cool. We got there quick. The Orlando yeah. airport seems to be like a hellscape that I don't often yeah. encounter. Oh man, yeah, yeah but it's it's, awful. it's garbage. There's just <laughs> you know when you go to those some of those airports and I mean maybe you go into DFW and you just it depends on where you're at and you'll hit this, but like there's people just sitting on the floor everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just like in the they're not at terminals they're not in the corridor like they're just along the windows in the middle of the food court people just on the floor it's always an unstable feeling to me when you're in like a premier so to speak country like america and orlando which has this worldwide attraction like they couldn't build build the highway bigger or they the airport couldn't get a few looks, more chairs looks like ukraine right now when you get in off the plane yeah it was just like there's people huddling in under you know hallways like there's a i don't know it just you was would think orlando given that tourism is all they have you'd think they would you'd have think. some special well district to funnel some disney money back into the airport you know they they also have this issue where Every flight out of Florida or into Florida is delayed. Like every single one. It's impossible. Because there's constantly storms that just pop up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And there's weather issues. So there's always people missing flights and shit. It's like Brad got lucky, it sounds like, at least on the way there. Uh, I, you know, killed the suspense. Got very lucky on the way back. And first class actually turned out to be a first class experience where you got like the warm nuts, the hot towel, oh, drinks, the yes. full meal. Oh. Even got, they're even kicking people out and not letting them use the bathroom up front. Yes. Because they're, <laughs> they're in the commoner seats. Like, Get out of it, here, pores. Yeah. They, the, I heard a lady say the curtains closed, ma'am. <laughs> Like, yes! Whoa. Yes! Like, it's man, so ridiculous, but... That, no, it's that doesn't... That's not in keeping with your reputation as a man of the people, Brad. I think... Well, it just goes to show he's not. I'm, I, listen to me. Think, when it comes cringed. to travel, I want you, you to understand something, and this is going to be a, a consistent theme for however long this Disney talk lasts. When it comes to this kind of travel and this kind of indulgence with the mass of humanity that is involved, I do not want to be anywhere near the <laughs> man of the people. Okay? <laughs> if they could have put a red carpet out and slid me to the front of every oh, line with God. both of my birds flipped to the rest of the crowd and my family in tow I would have gladly gladly shown that I was well above any experience that the rest of the people there deserved you remember this <laughs> I want you all to remember this hey you know what though I mean I'm kind of the same way just because I don't travel a lot and so when we fly I'm like we're doing non-stop we're going flying out at a time we want I'm not doing this you know, fly out at six in the morning to save we a buck. Catching layovers because it's a hundred dollars less. No, nope. we're not. We're not adding a stop to save fifty dollars. Like, I'll at, save that money I, in another part of my life. I, I was, I've I always kind of been I'm, this way. Yeah. When like before we were doing okay, and we used to kind of you know count paycheck to paycheck, and then you save up a little bit, and we're gonna go out to eat and. You know, we're still trying to save money, but you want to have a nice night out to eat and I'm getting whatever I want to get. And Molly's like, you know, let's take it easy because we don't have necessarily the money to go on the menu. And I'm thinking, well, then we don't have the money to go out. That's the way I view it. Like if we're going out, we're going out and I'm, I'm ordering what I want. Yeah, if we're going on vacation, we're going on vacation. And if we don't have the money to do it, I'd rather just not almost, which I know is not the way that a lot of people think about it. I'm, I'm with you. I'm the same way. But. Uh, 
That's what we decided. It's pro- so it's make- our. It's our only family vacation that's going to be anywhere, that's going to involve any air travel this year. It's our only family vacation that's going to last more than like two days plus a weekend. Uh, everywhere, other, other vacation we got planned for this year, we're driving hours away, within a few hours away. It's, you know, so we're going to do it that way. And as Jason and Sarah helped us plan, I was adamant about whatever the fast pass is, whatever the extra mm-hmm. charge is to get as close to up the God blessing forsaken line you can just pay it. I don't care. Yep. We If we can't, then I don't know if I want to go because I am not. I am not giving these people an hour and my half hour and a half of my life for 90 seconds. I'm not doing it. So you got there, you got there fine. Sunday. Had, a, had fine travel. Got to, saw all the there. animals, hung out at the pool, the had animals. a nice little day at the pool that day. They got a nice little resort. Jason, bump the mic back up into your mouth. You're, you're sounding real low. Okay. Um, the, uh, the resort turned out to be pretty cool. Okay, so uh, you're liking it so far. You're like, what, what, what animals were at the resort? We already went over that part. But we got, we got to the, the resort. We hang out at the pool for the rest of the day. Nice. They got a nice little bar. They got a few snacks. They got a decent enough. Alcohol. You know, I'll be honest with you. For as much money as that hotel is pulling down and as much uh, drinks are generated out of this one little tiny bar, I think the alcohol selection could have been a bit better. But they're obviously trying to keep it lean and mean and not have too many yeah. things and variables to worry about. They just want the stuff they can get a lot of and keep it stocked. So I'm not mad at them. I did think the the beer seltzer situation was lacking. I was able to make it work. Any it's going to be. It's any smooge no smooch. Like they, not one smooch. This was the prime place to be hitting the smooges yeah. right because well, they hey, had well, all from what i've been hearing about what i've been hearing about disney looking drinks have y'all been hearing on about disney on newsmax lately i think that place is covered in schmooge <laughs> okay all right. only one of us is going to be watching newsmax it ain't me <laughs> don't be saying it ain't that me daddy it ain't me daddy, it ain't me, daddy. i just uh, like to make fun of those whoops i live amongst Oops. The pool pool is cool. Kids are loving it. Anytime you got the pool at the hotel, the kids are automatically on 10. It had a, a wonderful slide. And, you know, for eight and five-year-old, great slide. Still enjoyable slide if you're a 250-pound, 41-year-old man. It was yeah. enjoyable enough. Yeah. Um, great. Get up the next morning. And here's where I was, here's why I was worried. This is the anxiety part. This because you're The about anxiety to hit the part. part is because... I know we're going to be taking the resort buses to the parks. Oh, so yeah. I'm just hoping those are running on time and they're not stacked and crowded and that there's no delays there. Probably and, full of sweaty people. Yeah, just that kind of stuff. Uh, the Average other thing, BMIs up there. So one of the things, just if you want to build a profile <laughs> of the person you're hanging out with at this place, I'd say half the people were over 65 years old. And I'm not kidding. Olds at, love at, Disney. Olds love well, it. But our, our, I think our resort specifically. To the olds, like, yeah. It, so you had a ton of grandparents with families there. But then you also had just a bunch of Ned and Pearl Had down nice there trip. on vacation. Just yeah. two 65-year-olds just hanging out at the Animal Kingdom <laughs> resort. It. You know? Love it. Um, 
What were Ned and Pearl's favorite animals? I didn't, you know, they they stopped, you know. You didn't Ned, ask? No, I didn't, but Ned, I think it's a little weird if you ever have, like, a full-blown 500-yard lens on, like, a hotel balcony. <laughs> Like pointed at a zebra. No, because you might not be. You might be shooting. Yeah, right past that's a zebra. the other thing. That's the other thing, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. Not no, super no, no. What's wrong with you about that? Let me ask you this: we, you, There's one animal you didn't mention that I was curious about. Okay. Do you, do you have any uh, any alligators out there? I'm I'm gonna be honest with you because there's a lot of standing bodies of water. And I was looking, and there are parts of of the parks now where they got signs up, and I don't know if they're you like I don't know if they're doing bits or I don't know if they're being serious. Oh, they're not. I I can assure you they are not doing bits. Well, they're uh, not. Yeah, doing- but here's the question. Here's my question because they are definitely doing bits. Like when you leave uh, the resort every day to to get into the other parks, right? When you're leaving the little ticker take arm that goes up and down there's a sign right after the arm that says watch out for poachers how's that funny (laughs) what we're in the middle of suburban florida but there's not a sign by the swimming pool that says watch your kids for gators like there's not those bits no but there is a part of magic kingdom where it just happens to be along where the big fairy goes jace you know the big fairy Uh uh-huh and there's that little, it's not really a dock because it's so closed in, but it, you walk along that dock and every 10 feet there's, don't feed the wildlife, be careful for oh, snakes yeah. and gators. Those are not bits. Those ones are not bits. Okay. That seems a little uncomfortable for me. I'm sorry. Well, did, you got to tell people. And all they've got protecting you is wo- woven rope. Yeah, but the gators are not going to like put on a trench coat and get up on the dock and like pretend like they're going over to Epcot on the ferry. Like, that's not how gators roll. But they man. couldn't bite through some woven rope? If a Couldn't no. lunge? No. Okay. So, here's where the anxiety... Before we left, I, I realized that, that this is all an app situation. The way right. all of the Disney parks work is the way you get out of the lines is you have to reserve a time for you to show up at a ride. And you can only reserve so many rides at once unless you kind of rig it. And I can get into that further if we need, if we want to later. But you basically have one, one or both of you waking up at seven o'clock in the morning to sign on to an app. Ryland, was it like this mm. when you went? I outsourced all that to my better yeah, half. Okay. So you're waking up at seven o'clock. My, my job is to carry. My job is to carry heavy things and uh, ride the rides that are more intense. So you wake kids. up at at least six thirty. So you're awake at seven because at seven you got to be ready to go and you got to sit there and reload the app, refresh the app, refresh the app. And at seven you got to start picking the popular rides or picking some sort of plan of action so that you can be reserving rides. And really, what would work for us the best or what it allowed us to do was like book two rides essentially, and then as you arrive at each ride, you can then book further rides mm-hmm. and i from the reviews of what i read and trying to learn how to operate the app a lot of frustrations with the app 
ton of people frustrated with the app. And I think it's just because people only want plug and play. Like if I plug it in and it's supposed to play, then it's supposed to play, but they're not going to sit there and fiddle and like mess with stuff and try to figure it out. Whereas a lot of guys like us and in our age range know, okay, well maybe I got to shut it down. Maybe I got to restart it. Maybe I got to, you know, you're just trying things. That's all you're doing is trying things. The first hour and a half at Magic Kingdom on Monday morning, I was so juiced <laughs> by the amount of middle age moms who were at their wits end with the app. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what are they all like that, in a circle talking about the no app they're line? sharing that frustration with the poor kid who's just hitting the clicker in front of the oh. rides oh. <laughs> by the way there there is a whole disney community there uh, as you guys know there's a massive disney community that talks a lot about enhancements or things that are changing or rule changes all that stuff the Disney genie is not going over well with the Disney moms. They are not Dude, stoked about it. I Disney am not game. kidding you. If you see it for me, the, the person who loves awkward and I don't necessarily enjoy confrontation, but if I'm not involved in it, sometimes it can be enjoy, yes. enjoyable. If you <laughs> see a 45 year old mother with hair teased to the sky with Mickey ears protruding from each side of her head, bedazzled, glittered, and shining in 72 different colors Love with it. her Mickey mini mom shirt on and her little polka dot skirt pleading with essentially an 18-year-old who's just counting numbers to make sure that each allotted volume for each flight of the ride stays on track. And she's pleading with him, I can't take this anymore. I just don't understand. <laughs> and it's 9.30 in the morning. She's talking to him like he is the uh, point of contact for app bug reports like and enhancement Like he's the development requests. team. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to get, he, basically all day, he's going to write it down and take it back to the engineering team at the end of the day. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, so our... Jason, yeah. is is this Genie app new? Like, we haven't been since 2019. Has yes. the landscape changed? The landscape has changed. There, there have been many iterations of ways to skip the line. There has been a fast pass. There has been a reservation system. And this is kind of a combination of the two a little bit. Uh, we, we did a thing in, 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 in land in 19 where, yeah, you would you would do something on your phone. I did, Like I said, Courtney did it all, but she would... It was kind of a reservation-ish system. She'd look at the ride and she'd say, "Oh, we can get in in a couple hours." Yeah. So is so it more complicated you book, now? No, you book the ride and it says you have to show up between nine ten oh, okay. and ten ten. You have an hour, yeah. right? Okay, that's but, about the same. But but once you do like two of those, you can't keep doing them until you have basically checked in. F at your ride so like say you can't, you've you got, can't stack like six you can only yeah, have so many you can only have a couple yeah. until the, the the rides start falling off and they fall off when you scan your little magic band or your phone app or your card or what however you're getting through the park so we messed up fairly poor fairly bad on the first day uh we just didn't get the app we didn't understand the order we 
res reserved a ride over here. Then we're walking to the other side of the park because we reserved a ride over there. We just, we didn't plan well. We weren't prepared. It's turned out to be a wonderful day, but we started by booking a ride. Then we called an audible after we went to our first couple rides, said, okay, fine. Let's just wait in a 45-minute line. The vacation almost ended at 11 o'clock on Monday morning, oh, no. waiting in a 45-minute line for Splash Mountain. Uh, so it was a great first day, but we probably walked 30% more than we had to just because it was poorly planned and not a great execution at Magic Kingdom. steps in, though. Definitely got our steps in. Uh, cool little day. I got some hot opinions uh, about Magic Kingdom. Um, I think it's probably the bread and butter. Like when people think yeah. of Disney World, they're thinking of Magic Kingdom. Um, we're going to have to have a talk here soon about what we're doing to ourselves as a species and how we're hindering our own able-bodiedness. And in uh -oh. hindering that able-bodiedness, the, the prescriptions that we use to still make it to where we can get around when our body this isn't is able... Bit. This is a scooter thing, isn't it? Jason? <laughs> the Magic Kingdom, but all the parks need an yeah. infrastructure redo. They need an infrastructure bill going on because... I'd say they're what at twenty percent right now with the scooters. A lot of scooters happening. Yeah, one scooters. in five people is there with a scooter. Yeah, just trying to like, make their way through a sea of people. And if kinda... that gets to forty percent, I don't understand yeah. how it's going to move anymore. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I, 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 I look at some of these people, and there's obvious ailments you can see. Sure. I look at some of the other people, and I feel yeah. like. Look, I'm not trying to be mean here, but I just feel like some poor decisions have been made. And, Sometimes the ailment is bred. And maybe because you've made some of those poor decisions, you shouldn't make it to where everybody else has to suffer through. So here's the promise I'm going to make you guys, and I already made this promise to my family. When I can't put in a mile, okay, when I can't put one foot in front of the other for a mile on the ground in a day, I just won't be going to Disney World. No, putting you in a scooter, buddy. I'm, I'm no, going to put you in a scooter. I, I'm with you, Brad. I'm, I'm going to put you in a scooter, or I'm going to get one of those alien machines where you get in there like Ripley did against the alien, and you'll you'll walk around in that sucker. I, yeah, if you get him an exoskeleton, then he'll yeah. be I'm telling mobile. you, they are they the needle is shifting into the red right now of what that place is able to handle. And it is about to be dipping full into the red and it is going to be busting at the seams. There is not enough parking for scooters. There is not enough space for scooters to navigate while everybody is walking. It, it's just, I don't understand the mass. You know what's wheel. crazy about this though, is when we were at, we were at Disneyland, I didn't, I wouldn't say it was any the amount of people in any kind of wheeled transport was more than what you'd see at any other large gathering. You know, I mean, there you there were some. I'm, I'm not crazy, obviously. Jason. Right? I'm not crazy. I have noticed a, a huge uptick in the scooter situation, and but I'm it's not... different. Disneyland is different because it's way smaller. 
just way I also smaller. think in in but why California, would the percentage of people that ride I think you got more older I got think, I think you got older people in Florida. Yeah, Florida, a lot of olds, man. I think you got older Florida. people in Florida. I will say I don't there's one kind of scooter person and I don't even feel bad for saying this, but Oh, here we go. They they know they enemies. don't belong in the scooter and you can tell that they don't belong in the scooter with the ability that they're whipping that bitch. Like they, <laughs> they're putting some torque into the steering. Like they are running that damn thing. Like a 94 F one fifty got his thumb holding the wheels here. I, I'm telling there are some people whipping their scooters way too hard for me to believe that they are actually not fully able. I think they've just made the choice to get around. On the well, scooter. you know, when my fam went without me in 2017 to Orlando, the world, and my in-laws went, and my sister-in-law and, and niece, you know, my mother-in-law at that time was just a few months out from a knee replacement. Uh-oh. Uh, and they tried to get her to get a scooter, to and she refused it. No, no. Go, Brad. She refused Wait. to get a scooter. Uh, there you go. They, they were to go. trying to talk her into it, you and know you can why? imagine... You know As someone of gra- a grandmother age that needs a knee replacement and was just a few months off from getting one would have been allowable within the bylaws, right? But she, you know, she didn't want to contribute to the problem, Brad. Yeah, and you, you know what? You gotta, and you got to take your hat off to her. Because of Brad. Because of people like Brad. Way to freaking go, dude. Oh, <laughs> hey, poor dude, woman suffered. I, I'm guaranteeing you she was well within the, the protocol to hop on the scooter. There were 55-year-old men who were going up to the scooter place saying, I need a scooter because I got varicose veins. Like, they, I'm, I, they're like full-blown. I watched him. I watched a dude whip the damn thing in front of the bathroom, hop out like he was about to run into the bank and get some money real quick, skippity doo day into the bathroom, Slid do across his the business, hood like Dukes of Hazard and got in the other side. <laughs> Barrel rolled out of the bathroom, <laughs> did a little aerial assault real quick and hopped onto the scooter and whipped that thing into five before, I mean, he got that thing up to zero to 30 in like 2.2. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it, it's just there's some people that were just gaming the system. You're Full a blown game in the system. You're and the other people, person. they should have just stayed home. They should have just stayed home. The other people. There's a time and a place, and yeah, there's there's things that are appropriate. Because the other complication aren't. comes into as well. Like some of these people, it's just a size situation. And as a man of size. I'm 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 every bit of six foot and two fifty. Okay, I know that profiles like an NFL linebacker, but I'm just right. I'm proportioned okay. differently. Okay, so I'm just okay. I'm telling you, I'm a big dude, and Jason, you're bigger than me, so you know. I'm a big guy. Being being this big, it was difficult, full blown difficult for me to get on some of the rides. There were a couple of times where they come to bring the little bar down, and I was like, hold up, that ain't me, Daddy. Hold on, uh uh-uh. uh. It ain't gonna be able. It can't. It can't go anymore. I got tree trunks crushing acorns over here. It ain't gonna. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. Okay. I literally we had to s- step off of a ride, wait for the next car, so that we could get further back in the car because the seats are bigger. Because I was in the very first row of a Harry Potter ride, and I thought if this thing moves side to side at all, I'm gonna have some bruising. I'm gonna have something. Um, so, so those people who were even bigger than me so much so that they can't walk, 
the, the enjoyment has to be limited because how do they even get on the damn rides? I don't go understand. Go to a museum. Just go to a, yeah. I, I want everybody else. to have a good time. And clearly there's a lot of joy outside of the rides, especially at somewhere like Magic Kingdom where you see 55-year-old grown uh, people, adults, running, running, because the the whim of a whisper has spread throughout the car- crowd that there are some characters out. Uh-huh. We've got some characters. And so we've yes, got... Yes, that's a big deal. That's a very big deal. We've got people running. Who are the characters, Jason? Well, the, I mean, Mickey, Mickey is a big deal. The fourth-rate stepsisters. What We're not even the... talking about Mickey Goofy. We're Dude, not even those... talking about... But that's what, what I'm saying. What, like, what about the... Some... Go ahead, Rylan. What about the couples? Because Brad, Jason will probably lump these in there as well. What about the couples that are there? No children, just a couple. In saw there. somebody. Saw somebody. Thirties, forties, fifties, and up. But they're they're where they're like decked out in their vacation t-shirts with. But but there's no kids. Like I I'm me. I would not do a vacation t-shirt anyway. But if you want to do one with your kids, I'm not going to hate on that. But if you're gonna do one with just your spouse, like I'm sorry, I think I gotta, I think I gotta draw a line there. I saw people walking into Epcot to get married. I saw people taking uh, engagement pictures at the castle, at Cinderella's castle in Magic Kingdom. I saw, <laughs> I saw people celebrating their honeymoon, just them, <laughs> at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> With uh, like Bride Mickey and Bride and uh, Bride Minnie and Groom Mickey, uh, I definitely saw what you were talking about, and I was thinking it just it couldn't be me. It just it couldn't be me. Um, so Monday turned we out. We focused okay. a lot on the bad here. Let's let's focus on the good. Tuesday we went to Universal Studios, and that. That is the Orlando Airport of amusement parks. <laughs> and it's not it's not associated with Disney, so it's not part of the Disney um, family, right? But it's there in the proximity, right? That is the Orlando Airport of the particular group of amusement parks we're talking about because the crowd definitely changes at Universal Studios. And the people who are in the, the scooters... They go from wanting to be at the nice place to not giving a shit. They'll run you over. Right? Oh, no. It's They're not that the happiest kind of, place on earth. It's definitely not the happiest place on earth. It's also the per, the place where we scarred our young daughter. Um, we went to Harry Potter World. There's two parts of it there. Uh, turned out to be really cool. The What's the place? Green Gots Escape. Turned out to be a really cool ride. Probably one of my favorite rides the whole time there. You're like in the middle of a movie, but it's still a scary, fast ride with drops and stuff that's hiding and scary. What was it I don't called? Know. What was it Green called? Gringotts. Escape from okay. Gringotts. Gringotts. Okay. Have you have you been to Universal Studios, Jason? No, not yet, but I'm going to. So it's when you walk in, you know, they really nerd out for the Harry Potter people, and they don't label everything. You kind of got to discover Harry Potter like a hidden world, right? There's not like a, they want you to be familiar with it when you get there. Yeah, There's not like Like a, here's a Harry, here's the Harry Potter rides. They don't have like (laughs) a sign. You know what I mean? They've got a map, but even then like on the map, it's not necessarily all that well labeled. You're supposed to be able to like 
figure it out. Quote it's an immersive experience. Yeah, and I would say in terms of immersive experience, Harry Potter will. probably had the best of the immersive experiences. So either way, we get we anyway we get on uh, Harry Potter, scare the shit out of the eight year old girl. She's ready to clock out. Does not want to go in a ride where you can't see the outside anymore. Okay. Uh, felt bad. She uh, definitely got some questions after that. Next, I think we go to do the train. You you hop on a train, and they make you feel like you're in the movie again by surrounding you on each side in a real train with screens that are putting you in the middle of a moving train scene. So there's action happening outside the window, and there's also actioning action happening outside the door via these screens. So it's pretty cool, again, as an immersive experience. It works really well. And it's actually a pretty lengthy, like, two-plus-minute train ride, maybe three, four-minute train ride to the other side of the park where there's even more Harry Potter world, okay? And um, we get over there. We go through all that. It's super crowded at Universal Studios. There is no room to walk. The crowd is much younger, decidedly much more aggressive just more wild ass. They got more alcohol literally at every stand in Universal Studios. It's like idiocracy Disney at Universal Studios is <laughs> what I would say. Put it. Yeah. And so we end up going to Jurassic Park. We went on an outside ride, which we thought was going to be a lot like Splash Mountain. But it does this thing on the Jurassic Park ride where it makes you think that you're going somewhere you're not supposed to go. And then I played into it and I was like, oh, Guys, no, what, what's happening here? We're not we're not supposed your, to be going. Poor daughter is just anxiety. And just the face, the sheer face of panic. Oh, you bastard. Just sets in. And then we go under a box, which is like a caged dinosaur that she's afraid it's gonna and then you're climbing the slow clank 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 hill and there's loud just going the whole time and you could see if she could stop the world and, <laughs> and just hit pause right there and then before you know it you're falling like you do on all of the big water rides into a big splash after that we have got somebody who we then have to talk into like going on the Mickey and Minnie yeah. escape train, even continuing the vacation movie. at that point. Yeah. yeah. She's, she, she's done at every point. She was like, where are we going next? Is it scary? Is it outside? What are they going to do? Who's traumatized there? Her. Just traumatized, right? Full blown traumatized. I'm now Rylan was talking about how you're, you're going on the more intense rides. I'm now the one sitting on the outside with her to make sure she's good because mom over here is having the time of her life and cannot be scared hard enough. <laughs> if, if you saw any of the pictures that I posted, Molly is in life. full blown celebration mode yeah. whenever something is dropping. Uh -huh. That is, that is her scene. Uh, one of the, one of, uh, side note, one of the little things I was afraid of the anxiety last time I went to six flags and went on a bunch of rides was like, 12, 15 years ago, something like that. We've talked about it. Got horrible motion sickness. Felt yeah. like I was going to fall over. My head was falling off. Thought I was going to vomit. I was really worried about it. I'm here to report that as much as they say it's a mental thing, I'm ready to believe them because a lot of doing this with your kids is you just want to make sure they're okay. And when I was able to like focus and say, nothing's going to hurt me. Let me just make sure they're okay. One ride got me. 
one ride out of everything we did got me everything else i was able to get through it pretty easily without without a thought and i did not anticipate that good for you I'm glad yeah that's good that. news I uh, like I told you on my story of, of of Six Flags several weeks ago, and I was surprised that I because it had it had been so long, um, but I never had trouble really, except if it was hot. Maybe towards the end of the day, the heat would just kind of get to me a little bit. But that's when we were going pretty hard. Maybe it is mental. I don't know. I feel like some people though just got an inner ear that just doesn't want to take the no doubt. I don't. I don't know? mean to minimize. Yeah. They, but the from what I was reading about it is that it's your body's response to a threat. And so your body doesn't feel safe and it's producing this threat to get it out. And, um, I mean, it makes sense. And I tried to a lot of times breathe my way through it. Wednesday we did animal kingdom. I, I won't, uh, uh, bore you Ryland, but we saw all the animals. We went on a safari. It was very cool. It's nice, right? Yeah, I really, I think if there was a Disney magic moment for me, it was probably doing the safari, driving through, uh, and seeing the rhino, seeing the lions, cheetahs, all the stuff. It was a cool little safari. And then we did a character launch where the kids got to meet Mickey, and Shep was full-blown, like, calmly shocked. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't overexcited, but he just wanted to keep hugging Mickey and then like look up to be like, you're right here. It's you. Yeah. And then he hugged him again. And then he looked up and was like, it's you to the point to where maybe it was such a sweet, affectionate, cute little situation. Maybe somebody got teary eyed in witnessing their child in there. Yeah. Here's the thing, man, and there's no explanation for it other than kids don't have sort of that jaded thing that we all have, but it's universal and not Universal Studios. It's universal and that kids, when they see these characters, for whatever reason, whether they're big Disney people or not, whether they're, you know, the kids that watch Disney Junior or they care about the cartoons or they've never... There's something about it when they see them that it's 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 a moment every time for every kid. It's a very weird thing. It's hard to explain. Sage did say you made my dream come true, Mickey. Oh my god! Oh Which, my! I'd lose my! I'd lose my mind. I would! I'd be! I it would be dusty everywhere. So that was cool. Uh, I think Sarah uh, put that character lunch together for us last minute. So shouts out to her. And that's the kind of. You know, maybe we got that because we are close and we do a podcast together. Or maybe that's the service you can just kind of expect if you're getting them to book your, uh, getting the Southers to book your Disney experience. I, I don't know. I'm not going to oversell it. Uh, I will say everything they did turned out to be wonderful for us, but that was like kind of an extra topper because I don't think that was planned until literally like the night before. Yeah, we got, we got lucky. Um, so we went Animal Kingdom, went to back to the resort, took a nap, went to Epcot at night. Epcot? Eh. Yeah. Glad I, we did it. I, I would say go there and go there with an appetite and just eat at all the places. Exactly. That's the key to Epcot. Epcot is the place you go. If you, everybody knows about the drink around the world. Situ- like there is a thing where you can go and have a drink at every single you know, uh, country around Epcot. And a lot of people do that and it's fun, but it's definitely like the eating and drinking area for Disney. In, in which case, like it's almost like 
if you were to go with grandparents, right? And so grandparents could like give mom and dad a date night. Yes. I think date night would be best served going to Epcot and leave the kids at home with grandparents. Like if you're looking for some pointers or if you're looking, I think Jason was saying, I think they do have like some sort of babysitter service there at Disney. Yep. If you wanted to get rid of your kids for a night, go walk through Epcot with your lovely significant other. Uh, that's probably a good idea. Uh, what did we do Thursday? Was uh, where did I go, Jason? Hollywood Studios or do you Hollywood Studios? I'm ready to say the most overrated park in the whole situation. <laughs> I'm ready to say Star Wars. Meh. I'm oh, ready to say. Wow, God, that's uh, bold. That I'm ready bold. to say pretty much everything at Hollywood Studios. Meh. Oh, I forgot at Animal Kingdom the the thing that gave me the motion sickness. There's a ride that called uh, Everest Expedition oh, Escape yeah, to Yeti Mountain or something. With the Yeti at the top, yeah. Yeah, with the Yeti at the top. Shep, I've forgotten to mention it to this point, has been up for every single ride. If he, if Molly is going and saying it's scared, he's like, if I'm tall enough, I'm getting in. We're going on stuff like the Dumbo ride where it's just you're flying around in a little Dumbo car, right? Very yeah. simple, very smooth ride. And Shep is saying stuff like, this ride isn't made for people like me. <laughs> Built different. Yeah, he's he's ready for the drops. He went on Space Mountain with Molly. He loved every single one of the splash rides that we went on. He loved the Jurassic Park ride. He went on the Harry Potter ride that scared Sage twice. He went on it. He loved it. But we went on the escape to or the expedition from Everest or whatever, and it's a full blown melt your face roller coaster yeah. that shoots you up then shoots you backwards got big drops dark just jerky and i looked at both of them as we pulled in on that thing and i, I literally I, I felt bad that we put them through something they weren't quite ready for yet and mm, and he, he was like saying i don't i don't want to do that anymore i don't want to do that anymore <laughs> and sage like in the middle of it is saying i'm not going to make it I'm not going to oh, make it. No, buddy. <laughs> Sage is like full blown again, ready to push pause on time. Uh, so we did that. Then we went to Hollywood studios. I thought it was overrated at that point though. We kind of needed it because we probably only at the park until like two o'clock yeah. went home and had a pool day for the rest of the day, Perfect. which was, was needed by about Thursday. Friday went back to magic kingdom. The first day at Fri uh, Magic Kingdom, we probably rode seven rides, just the way the whole day planned out. When we went back on Friday, I think we rode five hour, five rides in like the first hour. Oh yeah, because that's why you do the two days at Magic Kingdom right there. That's why you because do it we had it planned. We knew the the, yeah. the game. We knew how to attack it. We knew what to do, um, and it's easier to figure out like once you know what you're doing. Uh, and so we had a full. I'd say like full pedal to the metal, like eight to three on Friday at Magic Kingdom, where that was probably the day that we mo rode the most rides, stood in the least amount of lines and had a really fun day. But it did leave me thinking, I feel like we've maxed out at Magic Kingdom and we've been twice. Who the hell are these people that are doing this yearly? Like, I don't. It's fun, but it's fun every time you go, though. Is it? Absolutely. Because yeah. I'm ready to not go back for like three or four years. Yeah, I think everybody's different, right? I, I think, um, but there's, there's, 
as much as you did in that week, there's so much more that you didn't do. Oh, without a doubt. So I think that's a big part of it. Like, yeah, you still do the old favorites, but there's, dude, there's so much stuff. There's, it's insane. One more HSO, one more hot take. Here we go. And I don't mean this personally against my friend Jason because I cannot be complimentary enough. I don't think we would have had this experience be nearly as enjoyable without their guidance and their help. Certainly in terms of the resort, you know how you go through doing all this planning and then what your kids actually enjoy is one of the kinds you, one of the things you kind of was an, like it was an afterthought for you. Had we said every day we're going home at 12 because we're staying at the resort, looking at the animals and playing at the pool, like that would have been enough. Yeah. Every day we're leaving the parks at 12 o'clock so that we can go back, look at animals and play in the pool. That would have been fine for them. They would have gone on two rides, turn around, time to go back to the resort. That would have been it. Like if we just said the vacation, I think, was the resort, I'm pretty sure they would have been thrilled. I think that's the big, I think that's, and Ryland, we were we were talking about the difference between Disneyland and Disney World, and, and sort of discussing. And I think there is a there is a big difference, and not that one's necessarily better than the other, but the big part of that experience at Disney World is the resort. Like that's that's a major part of the vacation because there's it's just it's that's the immersive part. That's the like you feel kind of that's the, that's where you feel like you're with Disney that you're at Disney people will come to to me and say, I want to go to Disney, but I want to like stay in a hotel outside of Disney and just, you know, come in. I'm like, no, don't do that. It's not worth, it's not worth your money. Don't do, if you're going to go, you got to go and you got to stay in the park. Otherwise it's, it's just not worth it. I'll give you that. I do think next time we're going to stay at the four seasons. Okay. How about the Waldorf? I I was thinking that too. It's going to be the Waldorf for the four seasons. The Waldorf has that lovely view of the lake behind it. Yeah, that's that's Gator Lake. Is that? Oh yeah, I forgot. That is where the. Why do you I'm smile? Gonna, every I'm not going to be the. I'm not going to be the one that does this. I'm not going to be the one. I'm not going to be. <laughs> Listen to him. He thinks it's funny, Jason. He thinks it, one of the funniest things in the world to makes him a damn joke out of everything. Kid, some kid <laughs> got grabbed off the side of a beach by a gator and death rolled into Disney Lake and he thinks that's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> you guys can see him Just right now. Shame. It's nightmare. Death rolled. <laughs> Just a shame. Okay. All right. Just I mean talk they about an offensive gator. podcast. They caught the gator and they killed that damn hell gator. Glad we're at the end here. Hey, they don't have gators in California. Or here's, here's here was the last have hot dispensaries. Take. I'm waiting to hear why you would not go to California. Here's here's my last hot take. And again, I don't mean this aimed at my friend Jason because he has shared the exact opposite opinion. <laughs> Jason, he's just taking shots at you. Yeah, he's, he's just taking the last ten minutes me. of this show. I know what he's doing. God. He's setting me I, up. Go ahead. I I don't know how do you go to this place with a stroller. Oh, yeah. I'll feel you on that. I don't know how you go to this place with a baby that, like, even if it was just 5% of the park, like, scaled down, that would still be overstimulating for the baby. 
The, well, one overstimulating, two nothing they can truly enjoy, and three they can, nothing. And I'm not even remember. talking about memory. I'm not even talking about the memory. Yeah, none of but it. But there's you are severely hindering your own experience of the park yeah. by bringing a baby because you can't even do the damn cool rides. I refused when our kids were little. I wouldn't go anywhere. Like Dis- our Disneyland how- trip in '19 was the first vacation we took with them, and we had a six and a half year old. I saw so many people holding a sweaty baby with their brow beaten and their hair stuck to their head. The the sweaty baby and the adult has got their brow beaten and they just look defeated as they're holding a child who is just probably dehydrated, doesn't know what the hell's going on, and is wondering, why am I out in the heat walking through all of these sounds and smells and i just i get i, I think three times. i i don't understand it i i, I you know what the best part about it was one of the times we used the um they, they have these mother's rooms all over the park they're kind of hidden yeah i saw one and and uh, you go in there it it is like you it's like a dream come true you walk in there they just have shelves of formula they have like these women in there that are wearing like these 1940s mothers outfits with aprons and shit they're like let me hold your baby for a second can i feed him let let me hold they have bassinets they've got like tv rooms for the toddlers to sit in there and watch tv while you feed the kid they've got like air con cranked up to it's it's heavenly dude and uh they don't have the formula behind a locked glass partition all the formula you can drink, Ryland. Well, yeah. yeah, all the formula you can drink because you paid you paid five hundred dollars to get into the damn yeah. place to drag to drag your infant somewhere where they have no business being and where they make your experience worse. It's just I not just, worth it. With, uh, the, the thing is, Ryland, I would with the amount of people I saw doing it, I think we're in the majority, but I don't think it's by a lot. We. Jason, we were waiting to get our picture f- taken in front of the Tree of Life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, because we paid for the photo pass, which, again, yes. do that uh, because there's Disney photo takers all over the park, and all you do is go up to them and give them your little memory band, and then they'll shoot the pictures right to your phone. Perfect. So we're waiting in line for, like, and the lines are never more than, like, 10 or 15 people unless you're in front of the, one of the really popular, like, cinderella castle or whatever but like we're trying to get a picture in front of the tree of life and we're just standing there waiting and then shep says i gotta go pee and so we get out of the line we run to a bathroom real quick we go back to the line and we get back in line and we're in front of this what appears to be i'm gonna say 26 to 30 year old couple right and dad is aggressively friendly towards our children and is like hey guys are you having like the best time of your life and says is this your first time at disney world and they're like yes and then pulls out a seven week old baby and is like this is her first time at disney world too she's seven weeks old it's her first time to sleep for more than three hours at a time you mother what are you Do talking you where we took Layla when she was seven weeks old? The grocery store. We took her to Weinbergers. <laughs> yeah. As you should. Can of I ask course. You, there's one question that I, that's, I've been, I've wanted answered since you left. Yeah, jam the mic again up into you. What have you done? 
this is this is the question I've been waiting to get an answer on. Okay. Okay. I'll give you my level best. Did you maintain your regular bowel movement schedule on vacation? You know, it changed a little bit, but for the most part, I'd say I was about ninety percent locked in. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that because that's a big problem. A with lot travel. of water, a lot of water intake, but then uh-huh. also some dehydration yeah. setting in there at some points. So I would say, for the most part, I was right on. Um, uh, like I said, I tried to eat. One, I just wanted to feel fueled, and I wanted to feel strong right. because the days we walked. At one point, when I checked on Thursday or Friday, I can't remember. We were at 37 miles. Oh, buddy. From Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think end of day Thursday, we're at 37 miles. You almost did a full marathon at that point. Oh, wait, that's more than a marathon. Yeah, a marathon is 26.2. I think when I checked on the plane, when I got got on the plane on my way back, I was at 82,000 steps for the trip. I think an average person walks a mile in 2,000 steps. Wow. So I want to say I walked somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 miles between Monday and Friday, Monday morning and Friday evening. And a decent amount, because I felt bad for him. He's got the littlest legs out of all of us. Shouts out to my daughter, Sage, though. I don't think she complained one time about all the walking. She's eight and just did it. You know what's crazy is, is, you know, when we went um, and Layla was – almost seven and Maya was four and a half and any other time, you know, if they walked 10% that much, they would have beef, but they didn't, they didn't complain once either. I think it's weird. There's like a, so say kind just, of, or, uh, uh, airborne, uh, I don't know. I'm glad you said tranquilizer, airborne, airborne tranquilizer in the, in the, uh, in the air at the park. Uh, Shep's five and clearly takes smaller steps than all of us, right? So he's having to do more steps, right? And I feel bad for him because he is smaller than all of us. So I'd say out of those 80,000 plus steps, that almost 40 miles, 40 miles, whatever it was, I bet for like 12 to 15 of that, he was on my shoulders. (laughs) Oh, dear. And so, I, and I'm not like, hey, look at me, but I'm saying I tried to eat right and I tried to not do too much uh, drinking because I just wanted to feel like prepared for the next days. Because I already know a lot of this stuff is going to be stressful, trigger, triggering for me. I don't like the lines. I don't like the crowds. I don't like the close proximity in some of these places. And so I didn't want to like make it worse by being, uh, semi hungover or feeling like I overstuffed because that's a good way at some of these places. We went to a number of restaurants, right? And a number of good way to get to where you can't, you don't have the stamina is to overeat because you're just ready to take a nap at that point. And then your patience gets shorter and you become irritable and everything. Cause you're just exhausted from the amount of caloric intake that you've asked your body to handle and now you're going to go walk a couple miles with a two year with a five-year-old on your shoulders like so i i tried to take it easy and i think that contributed to regular bms oh man that's so good to i'm so glad to hear that i'm glad we can deliver a little uh pretty much yeah even on vacation your bms Mm -hmm. are still good vacation doesn't change anything for me you know what though 
I, I way overhydrate on vacation. And I think for yeah. two reasons. I think one is that I know I, I tend to, you know, consume the alcohols and the salty foods and the things like that if I'm trying to have a little more fun. And so I'm cognizant of that. But also at home, you know, I'm walking around with my little Yeti full of ice water all day and I don't have that if I'm away. And so I'm always like, where's my drink? And so I'm constantly replenishing a bottle of water. And so I think I just stay hydrated and, you know, the schedule stays think, more or less what you would expect it to. I think we spent $500 on bottled water throughout the week, five, $600, something yeah, like that. that sounds about right. <laughs> um, the other thing, you said airborne and it triggered a thought that I had and I, I did not want to get away from. Uh, the hotel, the resort, the whole area around it, I don't know how they do it, but even outside, they make it smell perfect. Uh, Jason was saying, hey, it's not going to be like when you go to Six Flags and you see some things cattywampus and out of order. I will say that was a little oversold with our particular resort. It did go in. There were some gashes on the wall. There was a oh, report. A, there was a recessed light bulb that had gone so far recessed up into the ceiling that the it wasn't sealed in the ceiling if you will you could see into the infrastructure of the ceiling there was i don't know there was a couple of things like that that i i think they missed but the smell and they do this at like a lot of the parks too somehow they have a smell that like permeates everywhere or yeah. like and you notice it when you go to somewhere like universal studios and it just smells like bo and fish everywhere What's the fish from? I think there's fish like every 10 feet. <laughs> I think. Uh, here's what I would say, too, about the food options. But like at Universal Studios, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. I think every damn little snack place or food place has a fish option. You smell so much fried fish. I don't know. And B.O. throughout Universal Studios. But one of the things I think Disney could stand to up a little bit is they have food options that I would say are decent. Yeah. Right. And they could make them good. But what they do a lot of is they offer you the same food, kind of change it a little yeah. bit, call it something different, repackage it. And it's at all of the places, but it's called something different. It's yeah. just the same thing. I agree. I and agree I felt like that. they could do that a little bit better. And with as much money as everybody's shilling out, I think they could up the food to be a little bit better. That said, there were a couple of places. The Tusker House place where we actually met Mickey, that food was actually pretty good. Yeah. Cinderella's Castle? Why couldn't that be like the best meal you have? Yeah, yeah, I know. But you're They're calling the, you Lord. You're getting the princess, though. You're either there for the princesses, not the... Food. Obviously. Obviously there for the princess. Uh, they 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 had the gall to say they're going to serve you a charcuterie board, and it's got like six pieces of things Get out of here on it. Go, it's got you know what? Don't, don't bring don't don't bring don't bring some some weak charcuterie to one of the do charcuterie not, ads. Do you not gotta know bring who you're weak serving. charcuterie to the table. They, you can't you can't set a charcuterie board on a table with three pickles, three slices of pickles on it. Uh, fuck, mm. unbelievable. See, that pisses me off more than anything. And pickles are but, cheap. Yeah, right? There Free. should be an unlimited supply. Bottomless pickles. Look, I'm saying bottomless pickles are bust. Uh, the 50s diner that we went to that I think y'all did the reservation, really cool. Your kids aren't going to get it. Or the 50s yeah. drive-in theater. 
really cool. Your kids aren't going to get it, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It would have been much more enjoyable if I wasn't having to answer kids like, is this real life? What am I watching? Why is it in black and white? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. What is this on the screen? Yeah, the sci-fi thing. That's pretty fun. Yeah, sit in the car. Yeah. And it's like old school drive. drive uh, that was probably it. the only thing that I really enjoyed at uh, Hollywood Studios that day. Um, yeah, all in all, really cool. A lot of stuff that isn't for me. Great had memories. a good time. The kids definitely had a good time. Good. And I think they will have some of these memories that you're chasing. And I'm glad that we did go at this age because I do think that they were able to experience some of the stuff that if they were a little bit younger, I don't know if they would have been able to capture it that same way. I, I do think we might have done wrong a little bit by our firstborn. And I feel bad and I kind of want to do over there. You know, Brad, I'm happy to help you with a do-over anytime you're ready. I Like I said, I think it's probably going to be three years. Yeah. Well, it takes some time. Maybe probably... mix in a Disney cruise in between now and then. You know, think I wouldn't through. mind. The other part of it that I think, too, would be fun is if you go with your kids when they're in age where they can kind of go off on their own and yeah. you could say, hey, we'll meet back here in two hours. Here's a credit card. Here's a band. If that can't figure it out, text or call. We'll meet you at the castle at one. Yeah, I'm doing that in July. I've got a. You know what I mean? Old. You're going. That's what you're going to let your 15 year old do. Yeah, 13. I think I. I will. You're 13 year old. I will give him some leeway. He's got the cell phone. I. I think we'll see. He may yeah. stick with us, but. Yeah, I. I would think he should be able to figure things out. Yeah. On his own. 13's like a, a pleasant enough age out there. Absolutely, it's amazing. <laughs> Not to completely shift here, and I know we're we're running up against it, but it's amazing how fast you go from. All right, I'm like watching my kids' every move. I would never let them leave the house. Like I've got to manage every single thing that my kid does, which is what the stage both of you guys are in now with your kids. To they hit some point, and I think it's middle school, that they like have to immediately grow up and become like little teens. Like, they're riding the bus by themselves. Their teachers expect them to get their shit done by the... Like, they have to be, become self-sufficient. They're emailing their teachers to get assignments. They're... Like, there's no one watching them get out of school to make sure they get on the right bus. It's just, like, you figure this shit out. We, uh... We really have, in the last, I would say, year, moved into a new phase in that regard. And this would be a good thing to pick up next episode, because this is a big dad topic, but... um we're getting to we've gotten to a point where we can leave them here for a while if it's not too extreme of a situation. Maya's in first grade; she's seven and a half, and she'll one dog at a time, but she'll take one dog at a time and walk them around the block, you know, or, or whatever. Or we'll let them go ride the bikes around the neighborhood, things like that. And yeah, just uh, just like a year, year and a half ago, it was a lot more like we might let them have a little independence, but we were very specific and we would be like, be back in 10 minutes or whatever. But you know what I think accelerated that was COVID because we had a long period of time. Granted, they were a little bit younger. They were five and seven, but um, we had a, a decent period of time where like everybody was here and there wasn't anything to really go do. And we were just like, get on your bike, yeah, you know, just get on your bike and go. Let's do it. Eighties kid, nineties kid style. And uh, it's been nice. I got to say it's fun. It's fun to see him. I'm ready for the uh, y'all can uh, be home by yourself for a little bit 
And I, it's very dependent upon the temperament of both children. We're lucky in that the oldest one is the ultimate rule follower. That's and what then, we have. Yeah, that should work out in your favor here in the next couple of years, I bet. I've got one that just is scared to do it. The other two, the boys, I could right now be like, I'm out. In fact, my oldest stays home all the time by himself. But the middle, the daughter, she's not comfortable with the idea of being home by herself. And I think that's where we're at right now is yeah. the what if somebody's going to come take us. Right, right. Which, well, we don't live in trophy clothes. So that's the thing. She, Anything could happen out here. That's yeah. what I That's what I say is that, you know, if I have to keep hearing this safest town in the Metroplex rhetoric, uh, we're going to take advantage of it, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile. Gentlemen. All it takes is someone coming over from Garland to get get Brad's house, you know, crossing the crossing and crossing the railroad tracks. Yeah, you never know what happens on either side of Jupiter, south of Buckingham. We're all in trouble. <laughs> what a great uh, hit! All the intros for all of us. Okay, let's or let's, just take uh, us out. Let's finish the show with intros. Speaking of, we I'm really hoping we have uh, Cortland on next week. I hope so too. I want that Ryan's for sure. I want both of yours. Let's spin the show with some music. People are jamming right now. Hit the, hit the intro. We're gonna keep the, on giving them the to the you. Big ass intro. Hit the, it's gonna be the, nothing but intros. Intro. I love like the ending the show on intros. This is great. Hit the, hit the big yeah. ass intro. We really appreciate you being with us. <laughs> now, Jason Southward. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yes. Let's hit those horns. It's the hardest beat we got. Hey. Easily. Oh, for sure. Hey. Really appreciate y'all listening this week. I know it was kind of a one track. Hey. This is the, the treat for hanging in there for those that hung in. Brad's, Brad's here. here. Seriously, we're going we're gonna to end it on this, but uh, thank you for listening. Uh, the uh, tell your mom hey. to listen every single time. time now. Every time, I don't understand it. Tell your every mom time now. Happy too Mother's good Day. to hear once. You got to hear it twice. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day to your mother. Uh, tell her oh. I said hello. Tell her I love the bunt cake. And oh, uh, yeah. tell her, tell her the fact that she made mac and cheese on Mother's Day, even though she didn't have to because it was her day. Tell her we yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, tell her we appreciate that. Tell her I'll see her at the next PTA meeting. Yeah. Do the thing where she does the where she takes her t-shirt and she ties it with the scrunchie on the side. Yeah. Tell your mom <laughs> tell your mom to do the scrunchie t-shirt tie thing. Tell like your mom that. that green dress she wore that one time, you know, that didn't have the shoulders on it. Something nice about that. Yeah, tell your mom Jason th- says she looks good in green. Yeah. All right. Uh tell for your Brad mom for- Brad loves animals. Yeah. Tell your mom that, that Brad loves animals and always tell your mom to listen. Uh, we're going to leave it on this one. This is what it's going to sound like to end love the show. This love this one. Holler at y'all next week. Welcome into the show, everybody. Rylan, how are you today? Just been eating a ton of pork chops lately. Hell yeah, man. Pork chops. Give me a ton of pork chops lately. Oh, uh, yeah. Ah. Uh. This one hit hard too. Damn. I think this one's my favorite. It, it's up there for me. Pepper, beef, fat, salt. <laughs>
pepper, beef, fat. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Pepper, oh. beef, fat. What? Oh. Pepper, beef, fat. That's a good ass song. God, that's a good ass song. It's good to have a buddy. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> it's good to have a buddy. He really is.